0: we interrupt your regularly scheduled podcast to bring you Listen, Watch, Discuss. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Listen, Watch, Discuss. As always, I'm your host, Bryn Aiken, And on tonight's episode, I will be reviewing Season 3 of The Boys. Um, And as always, before I get into... Uh, my the review before I get into tonight's episode, I would just like to once again remind everyone that if you have not seen this season of The Boys, or especially uh, the season finale that premiered today, uh then or and especially and and I may go into some spoilers regarding some stuff that happens in the first two seasons. So if you haven't seen season th- uh, seasons one and two, but m- mainly season three then uh stop what you're doing uh yeah pa- or pause the episode go and watch it and then come back and listen to it but if you don't care about spoilers and you want to hear my thoughts on the season uh bes- you know um, if you want to hear my thoughts on the season then by all means uh please continue so but uh but yeah so i haven't talked about the main show on the podcast yet i briefly mentioned it I talked about the spin off the animated anthology spinoff series uh, the boys diabolical back uh earlier this season back in March uh and I briefly went over what the boys was about so I briefly talked about it but I didn't really go into detail about everything that happens or I mean you know I didn't go into like who the who the uh actors are playing the characters and the overall you know plot of the show i mean i I just went into like the the main basic plot of, of the show, but, um, but yeah, so, uh, I'll just go over what the show's about again, because, uh, for any of you who may not have listened to that episode, uh, and, you know, just, it'll be uh, a nice fresh reminder, uh, even if you have, because that was four months ago now, (laughs) or three months, but, uh, but yeah, so The Boys is an Amazon original series. It premiered on July 26th uh, 2019, and it's currently, and season three just ended. Uh, today, season three finale dropped, and it, uh, and it, yeah, it has a an animated anthology spinoff, The Boys Diabolical, and it has also been greenlit for another, uh, spinoff series, called The Boys Presents Varsity, which is about, uh, Vought University and and all the shenanigans that college-aged uh soups or superheroes. Uh, get into um, at, at that college, uh, which sounds pretty interesting, uh, I don't know how long, I don't know if it's going to outlast the original show, it may not, I don't know, depending on how long the main show runs, but it'll be cool to see what they do with that spinoff, I'm assuming it'll take place like around the same time as The Boys, or maybe it'll be a prequel, or I don't know, who knows, but either way, I'm intru- I'm curious to see how that works, but that's going to be premiering next year, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but they also have greenlit the main show, the boys, for a fourth season. They greenlit it uh, back in June, so <laughs> not too not too long after the th- first three episodes dropped, uh, they greenlit the show for one more season. So we we are getting at least one more season. I don't know if season four will be the last, but uh, I could see them. I don't know. I could see them maybe going a couple more seasons. But uh, but yeah. So the show. Yeah, for those of you who don't know, it is about uh it's basically taking the concept of the superhero and postulating the question, hey, what if superheroes were assholes? <laughs> what if they what if they were ironically enough more human? What if they had flaws and what and what if they had, you know, what if what if they were yeah, what if they were assholes? and uh and it focuses on uh there's this one team in in the boys universe called the 7 who are uh led by homelander and he's the biggest asshole of them all and they all range from you know like they all range from kind of petty and kind of kind of a jerk you know uh to some of them are actually nice but but a lot of them range from either you know mild jerk to raging asshole you know and homelander the leader of the 7 which is uh the the main superhero team in the show uh is the worst of them and uh the superheroes are all owned and like distributed and and presented by this company called Vought. who ba- who basically yeah they they have a pr uh, what they uh basically you know fund the, uh, the they make their merchandise you know they promote them uh, you know, they're basically like celebrities, you know, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and they, I mean, they have a whole PR system, uh, set up, you know, cause the, they, they do a lot of messed up shit and, um, uh, and, you know, and, and so the PR system, you know, they have that in place because especially Homelander, he does a lot of messed up shit that they have to kind of just cover up in the, in the press, you know, to make sure that. No one knows how, much, how, how truly sadistic most of these superheroes are, and they're called soups for short, so. but yeah, so, so that way no one knows how truly evil some of these soups are, but, uh, but yeah, and and they all get their uh, superpowers by this uh, chemical, compound V, that Vaught themselves created, and they you know they find out in season one that they've, that they've been pumping babies with this for for decades. you know the the boys find out. But, uh, but yeah, so the boys the the titular uh team, they're basically a vigilante team that are hell bent on taking down as many soups as possible, especially their leader, butcher or Billy Butcher, played by Carl urban, who is does a great job in the show, and um but the whole show kicks off when uh or at least you know the the pilot uh kicks off when Huey's girlfriend is violently murdered accidentally but still you know, on but still the the guy who murdered her didn't give a shit. <laughs> but uh his girlfriend Huey's girlfriend Robin is violently murdered by a uh the superhero A Train, played by uh I think Jesse T. Usher, yeah. And uh and then he ends up he's the new recruit in the boys. He ends up joining. And they also end up recruiting a female soup, uh this Asian girl uh named Kamiko, who's mute and, you know, her backstory is kind of shrouded in mystery throughout season one. But what we do, you know, it towards the end of that season, we get more uh, background on her backstory. And, uh, but yeah, the main team consists of Butcher, Huey, uh, Frenchie, played by, uh, oh yeah, Huey's played by Jack Quaid, by the way, who is, if that last name sounds familiar to you, he is Dennis Quaid's son. And uh, he does a pretty good job uh, as well. But uh, yeah, so it's uh, it's uh, a butcher, Huey, um, Frenchie, played by uh, what is his name? Um, Tomer Capone. I believe I'm pronouncing his name right. Uh, and then uh, Mother's Milk, played by Laz Alonso, and then Kamiko, the final member of the team, played by. Karen Fuku, Fukuha, Fukuhara, F- Fukuhara. I'm um, sorry if I'm butchering that. <laughs> sorry if I'm butchering her last name, but uh, but yeah, and they and, and all of them do an amazing job, and uh, and they and they and they they have a good dynamic. You know, they have a good. I mean, they argue and they fight, and and you know, Butcher's not really the best team leader. He's not really the best person. He's kind of a piece of shit himself, but but he but he does kind of care about his teammates he does kind of care about his his friends in a way you know in his in his own kind of twisted way uh even if he doesn't always show it um but he but he's got some problems that and you know his backstory is kind of tragic his backstory is tragic too uh which i'll I'll get into in in a little bit but yeah it's you know so you kind of when, when you start to see what happened with his family uh both when he was a kid and and later on in his adult life, you know you, kind of see you 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 understand why he's so hell bent on destroying soups, especially Homelander, who he he hates the most, um, and and yeah, it's just you know he he does a he does a fantastic job uh in the role, but but yeah, so this season, uh, I think may be the best season of the show, and <laughs> I know it may, I know it may seem like, oh yeah, well, uh, everything, I know a lot of people may say this about a lot of shows and movies, uh, well maybe not even a lot of shows and movies, but you know, it's, if, if you keep saying, uh, the new season or the sequel to the, to whatever movie, you know, if you keep saying the new installment of a show or movie is better than the previous one, it seems like some people might say like, oh, you're just saying that because you love the show. And it's like, Well, yeah, in a way you are, but, but I truly, you know, and some people might just be saying that, you know, and not really, and you know, they may love the show so much. They'd be like, well, maybe this season wasn't as good, but I I just said, it, I I was just like, well, I just think it's better. I just said it was better because I love the show. You know, like if a show's declining in quality or movie series, you know, they, they try to hold out hope that it is getting better uh, when it may not be when when the quality may be declining or a certain season or installment of the film series or whatever, you know, might not be as good. Um, but, but no, I mean, this is, and, you know, and I, and I don't always say that about every show or movie series, uh, that the next one is always better, uh, (laughs) because it's not always true. Uh, but I do think that this show is, is a, is a good exception to that rule. Um, because I do think that with each season, the show gets, not only does it get better, but the characters you know, continue to evolve and and change in some interesting ways, and the character, the dynamics between the characters, the relationships between them, change a lot. And um, and and they and what I love, what I admire and love about the show as well is that they always find a way to raise the stakes. Uh, like no matter, like like it and it, and it amazes me too because, with uh, especially with this season and how it ends. I'm like, how, at a certain point, I almost want them to, to, I want them to quit while they're ahead, but I mean, as long as it's still good, I'm, I'm fine with them going as long as they think, as long as, uh, however long they think they need to tell the story, I'm fine with them going for it that long. I just don't want them to, uh, grow tired of it or like, cause you know, cause if you keep trying to top yourself, eventually you're going to it's going to start to to you know you're going to eventually run out of ways to top what you did pr- previously so i feel like if they keep going for too long they may run out of uh you know the stakes may not feel as high you know because it'll be like oh well this just kind of feels like a repeat of what you guys did or it just feels kind of it it, it, it may uh get stagnant you know it may kind of remain um too similar I, or well, not too similar. It it may just feel like it's, uh, you know, meandering around, you know, like without a point and and not really feeling like, you know, anything's progressing or getting worse, you know, or like getting more and more. Well, you know, like I said, the, this, that the stakes aren't getting higher, you know, but uh, but no, I think they do a great job uh, with each passing season at, at making the situation progressively worse and more insane and more of a, of a, like, okay, we need to do something about this. And, uh, like Homelander is essentially the main villain of the show, uh, which is, is really cool because, uh, in the first episode of the show it back way back in season one, uh, cause I, I, uh, when I started watching the show, I did start, uh, I watched like six episodes back in 2020. I bought the show on iTunes and then I stopped because I was watching a bunch of other shows, uh, and then I didn't pick back up on it until January of this year, because I saw uh, I saw a little teaser on YouTube for season three, and I'm like, oh shit, season three is premiering in June, I better catch up on the show. So I went and bought season two on iTunes as well, and I binged through. I mean, I rewatched the first six, but it had been so long, I I forgot a lot of what happened. You know, I mean, I forgot like a lot of the minor details in the. I kind of remembered what happened overall. But a lot of the minor details and, you know, some of the minor stuff I forgot happened or forgot what happened. So it was a nice refresher. But I, I binged through the first two seasons in like a week or two weeks, a week and a half in January. And, uh, you know, I had been eagerly and I loved Diabolical and I had been eagerly waiting for a waiting. Uh, I had been eagerly waiting for this uh, for this season. But uh, but but yeah, but going back to the first episode, when you see homelander it's uh you you can kind of you get a sense that there's something off about him. You're not quite sure what it is, but he just seems like behind the the behind the, the the smile behind the fake plastic smile you know there there's something he's hiding something or there's something going on with him and and the the way episode one ends is is great because he just takes it down a whole plane of people. like he, like he's basically, uh, he's kind of like this, this universe's version of Superman, except, you know, evil, which that has also evil. Superman has also been explored in other films and shows like, uh, uh, most recently. Um, well, a couple years ago, there was a movie called Brightburn, which is like, Hey, what if Clark Kent grew up? I mean, what if Clark Kent, you know, as a kid became an evil, you know, hero. And so it's, you know, which I haven't seen that movie, but it was like kind of a horror movie about a kid superhero that turning evil. And I'm like, oh, it looks pretty good. And I may watch it one day because it, it, you know, that I did love that trailer. But, um you know, there was that. And then more recently with Omni-Man uh, in Invincible, which is also ironically another Amazon series, although it's animated, Uh Unlike the boys, but it's, if you haven't seen Invincible, that's a great show. You should watch it and especially read the comics. Cause I just got done reading the comics, uh, I think in, I want to say in mid May and, uh, it was great, but, uh, or maybe it was June, early June, mid May, it was towards the end of May, beginning of June, but yeah, they're, they're great. But yeah, so the, the trope of, or I mean, you know, evil Superman has been done a few times in film and, and TV, Uh, throughout these past couple years. Um, but yeah, I think they do the concept really well here. It's, and he's not entirely like Superman. I mean, you know, uh, there are differences. It's not like he's just a direct copy of Superman, but, um, but yeah, when you, but he takes down a whole plane of passengers, uh, with his laser eyes. And, uh, and the whole reason why is because, uh, there's a Senator on the plane who was trying to negotiate with Vought for a superhero. Because uh, they're he was uh, they were like bidding, which is a a cool concept in the show that they don't explore a whole lot, but I mean, but it's they introduce it in that first episode. Uh, this senator wants this uh superhero, uh, Nubian prince, and he is talking with uh one of the higher ups at Vought, um, Madeline Stillwell, and uh, they're basically what I think is cool is that it's like oh, so in this world uh, towns and states bid on superheroes to protect their, their domain, like to, to protect their town or state. Like, you know, they just go to Vought and like bid on superheroes every now and then, like senators sometimes do that. And I'm like, and I'm like, Oh, that's kind of neat. Like, cause you know, like that's something that we've, at least to me that I've, I've never seen in like any of the Marvel or DC movies or shows, you know, it's like, Oh, that's kind of a neat concept. And they don't explore it a whole lot, but but the fact that that's like, you know, it's brought up. I'm like, oh, that's kind of a cool new idea for for a superhero property. And it's like, oh, it's not too bad. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So, and with with this season, uh, it's basically continuing the plot. I mean, you know, the overarching story of you know Butcher. Uh, he's trying. What What happens this season is Huey. Uh, we we have a time skip of about a year from the events of the of uh, the end of season two, and the uh everyone's kind of gone their separate ways. They're doing good, but you know they're they're all kind of doing their own thing. Huey's now working for the Federal Bureau of Superhuman Affairs, or the FBSA for short, <laughs> and uh, he's working with this congresswoman Victoria Newman, uh, who was introduced in season two, and. Uh, who we found out in season two is actually a soup. We we find this out at the end of season two. She's actually a soup uh, herself uh, with the power to blow up people's heads. Uh, <laughs> and Huey ends up finding this out and he ends up going back with the boys. Uh, they end up forming the, or, you, you know, mother, Mother's Milk and uh, and Huey are off doing their own thing. Mother's Milk is kind of just spending time with his daughter and trying to get adjusted to the fact that his ex-wife is now married to, to a new guy, Todd. And, uh, <laughs> and, you know, and, and he's also kind of dealing with some PTSD from, uh, you know, their, their adventures, or, I mean, you know, their, their missions on, you know, from the past two seasons and also with a tragedy that happened in his family decades ago when he was a kid, um, that involves soldier boy. And, um, and then Huey, uh, yeah, was working for Victoria Newman and, um, uh, and Frenchy and meanwhile, Frenchie, Kamiko, and Butcher are uh you know taking down soups, but instead of killing them, they're you know turning them into the FBSA for interrogation, uh, and you know imprisonment and you know and uh, instead of just murdering them like they they have been the past two seasons, and so everything seems to be going well, but then when Huey finds out that Victoria Newman is a, a soup herself, you know just undercover uh he's like okay well i can't really work for her anymore we th- this whole system is rigged you know about uh, th- taking down corrupt soups so we're just going to have to go back to how we were doing it so Huey and and goes back to the team and and they end up getting uh, mother's milk back and um and you know and the and they end up you know once again going back af- going after the soups and trying to go after homelander and starlight uh, played by Aaron Moriarty, Moriarty, who, uh, I kept thinking this season, uh, which I didn't really think about it until I kept seeing this commercial for, uh, a show Selena Gomez is on, on Hulu, uh, only murders in the building. Uh, I kept seeing that on YouTube advertising the new season. And then, but every time, every, uh, it didn't hit me until I saw that commercial, but I was watching an episode of the boys a couple weeks ago. I was watching the, uh, episode five or something or no it was episode 6 yeah and there uh starlight has this conversation with Huey and it lingers on her face for you know about half a minute and uh as she's talking and i was like all i could think about was th- that she looked like a blonde selena gomez <laughs> and um but no but she but she does great this season uh and and like and she along with uh, mave uh who are members of the seven uh yeah played like i said starlight played by aaron moriarty and um uh mave played by dominique mceligible uh who does great too they 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 both do fantastic jobs and they, but they're two of the only members of the 7 who are kind of good and kind of moral starlight being the best of the team and obviously homelander being the absolute worst but um but he Uh, but, but yeah, they, they do a really good job and, uh, Starlight, you know, is also helping the team. She's not an official member cause she's still, you know, kind of working undercover. Uh, but yeah, her and Huey are still dating from, you know, past two seasons and, uh, you know, the team knows about it. Homelander knows about it and all that, but he, uh, but she still works at Vought while also secretly helping Huey and the the boys you know, trying to, to, try to take down Homelander. And May and Maeve also, uh, secretly tries to take them down as well. I mean, you know, she's also working, uh, as a double agent kind of with the, with the boys, with the team to take down Homelander because, uh, yeah, you know, cause he's the worst. And Starlight and Maeve are two of the only Supes, uh, brave enough, or some might say foolish enough, to, to pursue, to actively pursue murdering, you know, the most powerful soup on the planet. Um, but yeah, so, so while that's going on, we find out, uh, there, oh yeah, and also Victoria Newman, uh, does a great job too. Uh, doesn't have, I mean, she, she doesn't arguably have as much screen time as some of the other characters, but she does, but she has enough screen time to wear, they upgraded her to main character status uh this season and but she does great with what she's given uh and but she's played by Claudia dumet, I believe, and yeah, does a really good job as well but um um oh, that's my train of thought, but yeah okay, so w- while that's going on, we are introduced to a new uh character who i i wanna say they've mentioned before. Uh, in passing, they've mentioned a couple times in the previous two seasons, but now we're finally getting to see him. It's uh, Soldier Boy, played by uh, Jensen Ackles, who I haven't seen the show, but I know he played Dean on the uh, CW series Supernatural, which ran for uh, 15 years. <laughs> and uh, I know a lot of people love that show, and when he was cast, they were like, oh my god, it's Dean from Supernatural. And. Um, and I think he does a really good job too. Uh, he's basically like, he, he's kind of like, uh, you know, what if, what if Captain America was a racist, uh, sexist, you know, misogynist, yeah, horrible piece of shit asshole, you know, who was just like the, the, the jerkiest frat bro ever. Like he's, like, he's basically a frat bro, uh, and a party bro, uh, on steroids like you know if a frat bro had superpowers and was just an unlikable douchebag that that would be that's basically what you'd get with soldier boy and also if you like mixed you know captain america in with him that's that's kind of what he is he's kind of like a, a captain america type but he's you know he has you know super strength he's got this cool shield his costume's cool you know but he he is essentially another asshole like most of the soups are And, um, and they end up uncovering, the boys end up uncovering that he's still alive and being kept in Russia and through circumstances, you know, they, they try to take him out, but he ends up, but they end up waking him up from his, like, uh, it's not a sleep deprivation tank, but it's like, it's like a little chamber. It's like, it's like a little, uh, chamber that they have him gassed up in. They, they end up un un accidentally unlocking the chamber and he ends up escaping before they end up having the chance to, you know, take him out. But, uh, and then he ends up escaping, you know, to America and things get more and more chaotic from there. But, uh, Butcher and Homelander, I mean, not Homelander, Butcher, uh, and Huey decide to team up with Soldier Boy. Uh, and he, he basically Soldier Boy wants to, uh, cause back in the eighties, his team sold him out to the Russians cause there I, it was like the Russian cold war was going on. I think it was the Cold War. But yeah, the, there there was a war going on in the 80s and the, they sold them uh, him out to the Russians and he's been, you know, uh knocked out for like 30 years. And uh so so uh he makes a deal. Butcher and Huey end up making a deal with uh Soldier Boy. They're like, "Hey, uh we'll, you know, find and track down, we'll track down and and help you kill all the members of your team, uh payback." Uh if in return, you help us finally kill Homelander. And, um, and, you know, so, but, the, but, you know, between, but because of that, Mother's Milk, you know, opposes, uh, them doing this because they're like, hey, he's like, hey, uh, Soldier Boy, and, the, and, and this is, a, uh, uh, where I'll get into what happened with Mother's Milk and Soldier Boy, why he hates him so much, but, He's like, "Hey, this guy murdered a lo- uh, good a lot of members of my family." And what happened basically was when uh MM was a kid, uh it was le- uh, at night and he was watching a movie in his in uh in his house. But uh Soldier Boy threw a car like he was trying to intimidate some kids who were like carjacking someone's car and he threw the car through Sol- or through MM's house and murdered his grandfather in the process cuz you know, he threw a big-ass car through the, through the, uh, through the second story. But he murdered his grandfather and, uh, a, a, a lot of other members of his family who were in the house. Uh, I mean, not all of his family, but a, a lot of them. And so, you know, for years, uh, M.M.'s, you know, hated Soldier Boy. Of course, we didn't know this, uh, until this season, you know, but, uh, but I was like, oh, that's kind of neat, you know. Uh, I mean, a little bit more backstory on M.M. and, and even more of a reason why he hates Soup so much, not just because his father, you know, slaved away at a, at a computer for hours on end as a lawyer, you know, trying to uh, trying to take down the soups, Because, you know, he knew from experience, you know, how messed up they were. And, uh, but he slaved away at a computer and died due to overworking himself, you know. And uh, so, yeah, on top of that, MM has even more of a reason to hate them. And, uh, but, but that causes a rift in the team. And, you know, about halfway through, like, episode four or five, uh, yeah, episode five, they, they all kind of just split up, but they, they, they all kind of come back together, they all end up coming back together, uh, in the end, but they, they split up for about three episodes, but, uh, although circumstances in episode six, uh, cause almost all of them to wind up in the same location, (laughs) and, um... But the but you know the, the it was is it it's very uh, interesting. I, I liked seeing, uh, you know, how far Huey, uh, how how far Butcher, but especially Huey was willing to go, to murder, I mean to 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 get Homelander, because uh, his whole thing this season was, uh, you know, he's worried that Starlight is going to get herself killed, pursuing Homelander, and he wants to protect her. But you know he doesn't have powers, so you know that kind of makes it hard for him to stand up against Homelander when he's powerless. But but that but that's where uh, this is a, an element introduced in this season too. That's where V twenty four comes in because uh, Stan Edgar, uh, played by Giancarlo Esposito, he uh, introduces in season, I mean in the in the first episode, a compound V like substance called V twenty four but it's temporary and only lasts 24 hours. Uh, hence the, the name of the, co- of the, uh, compound, uh, you know, hence the, hence the name. And, um, Butcher and Huey end up, uh, taking the com- uh, V24 so they can, you know, have more of a fair shot at, or they, so, so that their fight against soups is, uh, more of a fair fight, you know? And, um, and, you know, and, and they have cool powers, too. Like, Butcher kind of has Homelander's powers, except instead of red laser eyes, he has, like, these gold laser eyes, and they look really cool. And he's got, like, super strength, too, and, like, dur- super durability, you know. And then Huey can teleport, although, you know, uh, his clothes don't teleport with him. When when he teleports himself or anyone else around his vicinity, uh, <laughs> their clothes never, his clothes and their clothes never, you know, they, they always vanish or they they always, you know, tra- teleport out of their clothes. Which is something, you know, that's kind of neat that you don't see a lot with teleporting powers. Uh, especially, like, I mean, you know, like, because it's like, oh, yeah, of course their clothes and shoes wouldn't go with them. Like, their normal clothes and shoes because they're not, they're not in costume. One, they're not in costume, and two, even if they were, it's like, well, clothes aren't attached to you, so why would they <laughs> come with you when you teleport? So it's like, oh, yeah, it's kind of like if if this was an actual power it's kind of a more realistic approach for that to that power you know um but yeah so uh so that was cool and it it was kind of neat seeing the I mean and 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 they don't split up I mean they're they stay you know they're they're together at the end of the season but it was neat seeing this rift uh between Huey and Starlight or Annie is her, her human name uh, <laughs> but it was neat seeing this rift and, it, and, uh, seeing kind of just how Huey wants so desperately to protect Starlight, you know, it, it was sweet, you know, and it was also kind of sad seeing Starlight say, Hey, look, I don't want you to die either. Um, you know, it was just sweet seeing the two of them protect each other. Um, uh, and, and I, and I enjoyed that. And, uh, but yeah, and, and it was you know and it was and it was kind of neat i mean even though i like the two of them together it was neat to kind of throw that uh rift in into the the show you know have that little conflict of you know like oh you know they're kind of they're both trying to pr- do the right thing and protect each other uh but they're and they're both going to extreme ends to to do so in a way you know uh Huey more so than Starlight but you know um so i thought that was neat um oh yeah so uh, I forgot to mention the other characters, uh, in the team, in the seven. So, La, uh, not Laz Alonso, uh, Jesse T Usher, uh, plays A-Train, uh, and he does a great job too. He continues, uh, he, he continues to be one of the most selfish assholes, uh, in the show. Um, he's always been selfish, but his, he's always been focused on his, his, uh, his, he's always been focused on brand recognition, you know, it's, to him, it's all about, because, uh, his power is, uh, super speed, kind of like the Flash, and, uh, and he, to him, all he cares about is making himself look good, you know, like, making himself up here, you know, making sure he stays in the, in the pop culture zeitgeist of, of all the soups, you know, because fame is fleeting, you know, and he, he's got to make sure he stays, stays in the team, stays on top, and, um, and he has a pretty interesting storyline this season. Uh I guess out of all the 7 him and the deep don't have the most that much to do, but they are given something. And and given how there are now 16 main characters in the show cuz I mean that's huge ensemble cast, kind of like Stranger Things, you know, there's like 16 main characters and a couple of recurring side characters. But you know, but but yeah, like with both shows, yeah, you know, and but with this show, you know, it's um uh it's commendable that they find a way to juggle everyone's juggle time between everyone and have them have plot lines that have them have like a plot line you know like the uh that's involved in the main i'm trying. i forgot how i was trying to word this uh it's cool that they're they all kind of collectively you know have this main plot line of yeah the seven are trying to prevent or you know they're they're trying to make themselves look good and prevent anyone from destroying their whole, you know, what they've got going on and the boys trying to brain them down. But, but, you know, so they've got a collective plot going on, but they all also do have their own individual stories that are pretty interesting. Um, Some more than others, but they're all uh, interesting enough to where whenever they showcase uh, one of their plot lines or, you know, a subplot involving one of them, you're never bored, you know, because I was never like, whenever it cut to Mother's Milk, you know, talking with his daughter, or, or you know, like, going to see his ex-wife and, and daughter and her new husband, you know, or whenever it cut to Frenchie and Kamiko's subplot, I, I was never like, oh, can we just cut back to the, the you know, trying to take down the seven, you know, I, I was never not involved or engaged, um, or interested, you know, I, I was always interested in what these characters were doing individually as well as collectively, you know, and, um... And 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 I think and again like to make and again so and obviously to make all the, these characters not not likable because a lot of them are detestable <laughs> there are a lot of detestable characters in the show but whether you love them or love to hate them I love that they give each of them something to do and juggle the screen time between all of them because like I said uh they because they added uh, Claudia Dumet Dumit and Jensen Ackles to the cast to the main cast so we have 16 main characters in the show now but they do it so flawlessly with juggling screen time between all of them that it's like oh cool they, like that's that's commendable you know and um they do a great job with that but um but yeah so A-Train yeah he's a good character he's not good <laughs> he's far from good he's not homelander bad but he he he's a good he's a well-written character it is what i mean when i say good and um and yeah, he is a piece of shit, you know, who's just, who, 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 you know, cares about his image and fame and all that, and doesn't really care about anything else, uh, but it's, it's interesting seeing this season, he does try to break from that, uh, perception that people have of him, that he just cares about himself, and, um, and, uh, of course, being A-Train, it, that doesn't really pan out well for him, like, it, what's funny is that every time you think he's going to do the right or responsible thing, it always backfires, or he always... Cha- he, it not always changes his mind, but it always some, somehow backfires, or, you know, something he screws something up somehow. Uh, not that he's a klutz, but, you know, it's just something happens. And it's like, oh, well, you know, that that just happened. Uh, like, you know, and, and but his plot line, you know, is... Um, you know, it's pretty interesting what they do with, hi- with, uh, him and his brother and this, uh, super, this soup who's terrorizing, uh, black neighborhoods, uh, and, um, and he has, and he has a lot of, uh, good scenes, especially with his brother, Nate, uh, and especially in the last episode, it was like, oh, man, you know, I kind of felt, I kind of felt bad for him, even though, like I said, he's still a selfish asshole, but, you know, I was like, oh, man, you know, like, if only, if only you could, you know, improve yourself, you know, um... And, uh, Chance Crawford, who, or Chase Crawford, my bad, uh, he plays The Deep, uh, who is of all, of all of the members of The Seven, he is the, the kiss-assiest of them all. Like, he, <laughs> like, every time Homelander's in the room, he can't wait to kiss his ass, you know, he's just, uh, metaphorically, of course, but he's always just, like, every time, home. he always agrees with everything Homelander says and does, and always respectfully you know he calls him sir and all that he's very careful with he chooses his words wisely and is very you know like supportive of everything homelander does to the point where like even other characters like a train and ashley uh who i'll get to her in a second too and black noir i think that's those are the only two left but but yeah even the even th- they're like they 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 look at the deep what he's doing and they're like okay settle down that's you know you're you're just embarrassing yourself you're embarrassing us like we know we have to do what he says because he he could kill us like like that like at any time any moment in the blink of an eye but we don't you don't have to go that hard with sucking up to him <laughs> but uh but he but he you know he has some an interesting storyline this season too um, again like I said uh, him and A Train. May not have the most to do, or maybe even the most interesting storylines, but they do have something to do that's interesting. And like I said, every time they cut to one of them, I was never bored or uh, uninterested. You know, um, yeah, the deep does. He 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 is a pathetic character though. I mean, besides being a kiss ass, he is just, you know. I mean, one, he, in season one, he ends up, uh, sexually assaulting Starlight, like, in the first episode, so there's always gonna be that hanging over his head, like, that, the fact that he did that, but he's, yeah, on top of th- assaulting Starlight and, and being a kiss-ass, you know, he's just so pathetic, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, he's just so gross, nasty, you know, like, uh, like, in episode six, uh, gasm, which is, uh, probably the most, uh, maybe not the most shocking, but like definitely one of the, the, the most, uh, the, the bat, most batshit crazy episodes of the season. Uh, but basically like, like I said, uh, uh, this is the episode where almost all the characters, almost all of them are in one place for most of the episode. And the, and the place they're in is a house where every year, uh, soups and humans alike come together and just have a massive orgy called gasm And it was started by these two members of Soldier Boy's team, Payback, the, the TNT twins. And, um, and it's just like, it, what's funny is that, uh, they were hyping this episode up like, oh, Herogasm is going to be a big thing. And apparently it was a storyline in the comic book, which I haven't read yet, but now that season three is over, I think I'm going to order the first issue. Uh, sorry if you hear, I apologize for the noise, it's, uh, coming down pretty hard outside, it's raining like crazy, um, but hopefully it's not too loud, um, it's not like I'm outside, (laughs) but anyway, um, so, um, oh shit, uh, sorry, that was lightning, but yeah, so, you know, uh, most, almost all the main characters are, like, in this, uh, you know, some way, somehow end up in the same location in this house. And, uh, but they were advertising like, oh, this is the nastiest, nastiest, uh, you know, most TVMA ratingist, the hardest, you know, the, the most TVMA rating episode of all. Uh, I, you know what I mean? It was, it was the hardest, the hardest MA rating of, of, you know, all the episodes. And I guess in a way it kind of was, but I mean, it wasn't, I mean, like, what's funny is that it, it's almost seemed like. Because I was wondering, I'm like, okay, how are they gonna incorporate this orgy into the w- the plot line of the show of of this season? Especially considering that this is episode six and there's only eight episodes, so it's like, are we just gonna are we just gonna have one episode that's just a big orgy and nothing else? And uh, but no, I think what they do is interesting. Basically, they're all in this house. They're all doing their own, th- you know. They're running into each other, you know, having conflicts and you know, trying to, you know, because the uh, homelander ends up coming to the, the house and Soldier Boy, him, Butcher, Soldier Boy, and Huey all have this big fight, which is one of the best fights in the whole show, um, but, but, you know, the, uh, Soldier Boy ends up killing the TNT twins, and, uh, and, you know, there, there's just a bunch of chaos going on with our main characters and in the background, but, but what's funny is that Herogasm is pretty much just in the background, like we see, like sometimes we'll pan over and see, you know, a couple people having sex uh in the corner i mean it's it's going on all around the house like it's going on all around them and uh but it's mostly just in the background like it's it's not you know it's not the main fo i guess it's not the main focus of the episode but it is present throughout the episode you know it's just it's just another weird weird ass situation that our characters you know our main characters happen to find themselves in just this whole house of superheroes and humans having sex (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and uh but that was one of my favorite episodes of the season. Uh all the episodes really are good. Uh but that just had a that was just one of the, mo- the craziest episodes of the season. Um but yeah, the the season premiere payback was good. The only man in the sky ends on a really great cliffhanger uh with Homelander like telling a press conference or, or, or like a a room full of people it was like I think it was a press conference. Um Uh, but you know, it's like the press and the public are both there and he just tells them both off and it's like, uh, it's like, Oh shit, what's going to happen next? But that's one thing that the show does great, uh, just does exceptionally well with is, um, having the, um, is having, uh, each episode end on a great cliffhanger, uh, where you want to watch it, uh, want to watch the next episode immediately. And thankfully for me, for the first three episodes, I was able to do that. I just binge watched them all because I was going to wait like a day in between. But I end I ended up watching all three of them. Uh, I don't think it was the night. It it premiered June third. This season did uh, the first three episodes premiered on the same night on or same day June third, and then the remaining five episodes premiered weekly from June tenth until this you know until today. So it was. Um, it was, uh, you know, so I ended up, because I, I, I'm like, oh, I can't wait. This season is ending on a great cliffhanger. I'm just going to go ahead and watch all of the uh, episodes. Or I'll just watch all three, and then I'm like, oh, man, I have to wait till next week. But I, it was nice. I kind of like having to wait a week, because it's, you know, it gives me something to look forward to. And it, it kind of leaves me speculating, oh, what's going to happen next episode? You know, it gets me, it, you know, and I, I like sometimes when shows do that, or, you know, especially shows that are streaming, because it uh, remains in the the public's eye for a little bit longer when the season is spread throughout, you know, when a, when a season is aired weekly as opposed to dropping all at once. Uh, which I mean, you know, is still good. I I don't think we should have all shows just air, especially streaming shows, just air weekly. But I th- I think it there there needs to be. I feel like there should be a good mixture of both have some show I mean you know if you want to have some shows drop a whole season at once and then some shows just have the season drop weekly or drop the first couple of episodes and then the remaining weekly you know I I think a healthy dose of both uh both uh ways of consuming television I I think is is important you know cuz I sometimes I sometimes I want to binge watch a whole season sometimes I I enjoy you know, waiting a week, speculating, you know, anticipating what's going to happen, you know, um, so yeah, but yeah, so the season, yeah, each episode ends on a great cliffhanger, each episode is really good, really well written, um, and what's cool too is that a lot of them are, a lot of the episode titles are, uh, titles from issues and volumes in the comics, or in, in the comic book series, uh, which I thought was pretty cool, uh, which is something they did in seasons one and two as well, But, um, but yeah, so, oh, and okay, yeah, so the last two characters I forgot to mention, uh, and then I'll, uh, wrap things up, uh, but Black Noir, or no, no, uh, Ashley, played by, uh, what, Colby Menifee, she does a great job, uh, and you kind of feel for her, I mean, she's still kind of an asshole, but, but she's, like, kind of the head of the PR, uh, uh, group, and she's, I think she's the CEO now, Yeah, she gets up, she gets promoted to CEO in this season and she's just so deathly terrified of Homelander because of what he did to the previous CEO who he was dating uh, uh, Madeline Stilwell played by Elizabeth Shue because he murders her at the end of season one because she was lying to him I won't tell you about what but she she was holding some information back from him and he kills her for it uh, very horribly (laughs) but um so yeah she's the, these past two seasons, she's just been completely terrified and stressed out to the point where she's, when, when we get to the last episode, we find out she's been wearing a wig. She's pulled out all of her hair due to stress. And, uh, and he's still, and you feel bad for her even. And, and when she is being an asshole, it, you can kind of, you, you, you're like, oh, come on, what are you doing? You know, stop that. But you kind of get where she's coming from because, you know, she is being treated so terribly by Homelander and, uh, and, you know, and I'm not saying it's that justifiable, but you kind of get where she's coming from and why she's acting the way she is. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, finally, Nathan Mitchell, um, he plays Black Noir and he is given a lot to do this season as well, or more so than he has the last two seasons where he, cause before this season, he was, his, uh, identity remained a mystery. Uh, we briefly saw a little bit of his face in season two when Maeve... When they, we find out that he has a nut allergy and Maeve incapacitates him uh, during a fight scene in the, towards the end of the season. And we see a little bit of his face and it's like, you know, horribly burnt. And it's like, oh, I wonder what happened there. Uh, but, you know, we never, but besides that one moment uh, prior to this season, we didn't know what he looked like at all. And uh, what I think is cool is that uh, we do get to see... Uh, we do get more of his backstory We we get his whole backstory this season And uh, we find out that he was previously a member of uh, uh, Soldier Boy's team, Payback, back in the 80s And we find out that, yeah, Soldier Boy treated him terribly Like, he beat the shit out of him He constantly, mentally and physically abused him uh, Verbally abused him, you know, just called him names constantly, you know and uh, which Soldier Boy loves to do to anyone he finds inferior, <laughs> uh, even Huey. You know, he just calls him all kinds of horrible names. Um, but yeah, so you know, we get a lot of his backstory, and what happened in the season finale—he uh, ends up dying. Homelander ends up killing him, which I didn't really expect. I, I kind of didn't actually expect. A part of me expected it because Black Noir goes MIA in like episode six or seven i think no i think it was six but he ends up going to mia because he finds out soldier boy's back and he's like well shit he's murdering all of the members of our team and i was on his i was on the team originally he's gonna come for my ass next so he he just like as soon as homelander says oh i know i can count on you buddy like as soon as homelander leaves he just uh he he just immediately um just leaves the building, cuts out his own tracking chip that's in his arm, and just leaves, and, uh, <laughs> but he, uh, you know, but he comes back, because he's like, okay, look, Soldier Boy is gonna come after Homelander, uh, and I gotta, well, I, I gotta deal with him as well, I gotta kill him before he kills me, so, and it seems like Homelander's okay with, with he, it seems like he's okay with them, because for, you know, past, for since the beginning of the show uh Black Noir has been Homelander's most trusted confidant and he's been like the most loyal arguably the most loyal loyal member of the team um and he's just and he's mute and he's silent you know he just gets the job done and and you know he, uh we find out yeah he got his face horribly burnt uh during the the war in the 80s uh there was an incident where you know that they brought the team payback in uh and they just were vastly underprepared for the the scenario they were dropped into and he ends up getting his face burnt in the ensuing uh conflict and uh, and that's why he's mute and can't talk is because you know his, his lips are kind of sealed shut or i mean you know it, and it's he's just got horribly disfigured and that and that's why he always wears the mask uh and everything but yeah so we we finally see what he looks like without his mask and you know we find out yeah like i said his backstory but yeah it, it seems like because you never know with homelander it always seems like he's just... And especially this season, because he... You know, he's so obsessed with his fame and and everyone loving him and, and respecting him, you know? Uh, but this season, he's slowly... He's slowly, uh, with each passing episode, he's starting to realize that everyone... He's slowly starting to realize that everyone... Or that he can do anything he wants with impunity. Uh, because... You know he's got this PR department uh, that cover up all of his horrible incidents, and uh, even if for some reason they fail to cover up any of his incidents, or you know no matter what any of his haters say, he's got a loyal fan base, a loyal devoted fan base of 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 people who just you know almost worship him, and uh, he's essentially got his own army of of humans, but still you know of a bunch of people that you know look up to him as a god you know uh when they don't when the tragic irony is that they don't know how truly despicable he is but um but you th- you know so and and yeah this whole season he keeps getting crazier and crazier as the show progresses he was already crazy in season 1 but in season 2 he gets even more crazy and then season 3 and in th- this season he's i feel like he's gone off the rails even more but he he ends up uh in, in the in the season finale he ends up killing uh black noir because black noir knew and we and we find this out at the end of episode 7 but we find out that soldier boy is biologically homelander's father uh and i mean uh, soldier boy didn't you know he wasn't born uh he wasn't dating or married to any uh anyone and then you know homelander was birthed from her you know <laughs> he he was a test tube baby but, you know, the Avat took, you know, they were, they created another, they created another, uh, soup from home, uh, from Soldier Boy's DNA with the intent to replace Soldier Boy as a member of, of, as the, as their most respected and, and honored member of the, of all the soups. Because at, at one time, Soldier Boy was the Homelander of his time before Homelander was created or was born, you know, um, but yeah, so, but when Homelander killed Black Noir, I'm like, oh man, and even though he's not the best either, he's more, he's leaning more on the Maeve Starlight side of the team where, yeah, he was kind of a bad person, he was a killer, you know, but the they delved into his backstory and made you actually care about him. Uh, you got to know him a little bit more, you got to hear him talk, you got to see what he looked like, what he, what he's, what he went through, you know, and it, when he, as as the life's fading from his eyes, you're just like, oh man, you know, I kind of, like, I and I wasn't expecting it, because I'm like, he's been a main character, even though he hasn't done or said a whole lot, he's been a main character since the beginning, he's been a member of this team, and the fact that Homelander, and, and again, the fact that, yeah, he was one of Homelander's uh, most trusted allies, or he trusted, uh, Homelander trusted him the most, arguably, uh, and the fact that he killed him, it's like, man, you know, it's like, that was crazy that that just happened. You know, it's like he's been around since the beginning and he's now, now he's gone, you know. But, but I get, but, you know, I do, I do commend the show again, uh, for doing that because, you know, I mean, you, you do have to, at a certain point, you know, if, if no, none of the main characters die, you know, it's, it, it's like, it's almost like, oh, well, they've got plot armor because the creators of the show are worried about, um, they're worried about uh people. They're like, oh well, well we don't want to we don't want to kill our babies. You know, it's like because they created the show and they they sort of have a love for the characters to the point where they're like, well we don't want to kill them because we love them so much. You know, but but yeah, the fact that they do kill them, it's like okay, you know that's sad, and I I do hate it, but it does kind of again it and it go and it goes to show again just how far off the rails Homelander's come this season because he's been so uh because of you know the fact that he killed his one of his most trusted allies is like okay that's crazy and when and when he when he goes to a train the deep and ashley uh like later in the episode he shows them the helmet he tells them that he killed him they're all just looking at each other like what the shit you know what the hell is wrong with you know uh I mean and they know what's wrong with Homelander but even they're shocked cuz they're like uh what happened you know and and when he tells them what happened they're still shocked they're like okay but he's been around forever you know and 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 it's at that point I think that they all three realize okay we got to do something about him uh I don't know if they will next season but if now now is the uh more than ever is the time for them to stand up and actually take initiative and, and fight and try to kill Homelander, (laughs) but, um, but yeah, so, um, I'm trying to think, oh, okay, yeah, so my final thoughts on the, on the season finale, so season finale was great, uh, my stomach was in knots, I was so anxious at certain parts, especially, like I said, when Black Noir, when I thought Homelander was gonna kill him, and then he did, it's like, oh, shit, that just happened, you know, um, (laughs) you know, that was crazy, um, and, you know, and, and the, and the whole fight in, uh, where they all come together except for, well, A-Train and The Deep, but they end up having to evacuate Vought because Soldier Boy, you know, Soldier Boy, Butcher, and Maeve, uh, you know, uh, go to fight Homelander and, uh, and the rest of the crew, Frenchie, Kamiko, MM, uh, Huey, and Starlight show up to, you know, they're trying to knock soldier boy out and, um, you know, they're kind of like providing backup and, um, and yeah, that whole like last that, that whole fight sequence, but that whole, uh, before the epilogue, that, that whole like 15, 20 minutes where they're in the the building and, you know, there's just a bunch of twists and turns and, and wrenches thrown into the plan. It's like, Oh shit, what's going to happen? And at fir- and and you know, Ryan shows up, uh, Homelander's uh, illegitimate son. You know, <laughs> who Butcher, uh, his wife before she died. Promised uh, him to take care of. You know, he gets involved. He's brought in, um, and it and it ends with. Uh, it looks like uh, Sol- Soldier Boy is about to, uh, you know, because c- he has a pa- one of his powers too is like he can like take away other Supes' uh, powers which he does uh which we see uh uh well we see at least once in the, in the in the show uh we see it with Kamiko uh she does end up getting her powers back though uh which I'm like yes cuz I, I liked uh i mean i was i was happy for Kamiko when she was happy that she did not have powers but at the same time I'm like oh man it was so you were so badass you know <laughs> uh i mean she's still badass with, and cool without the powers but but i was happy when she decided she wanted them back i'm like yes cuz She's her powers are cool because she's basically you know immune to dying. You know she can heal exceptionally fast and is immune to death, which I'm like, oh, that's cool. And and she kind of has super strength too and durability. But um, but yeah, so uh, the 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 fight culminates. You know everyone. It seems like you know everyone's kind of done for. Uh, Soldier Boy's you know firing up his his power. You know it's it's kind of like an energy beam that emits from his chest. Uh, and then Maeve decides to sacrifice herself and i thought you know and he blows up you know she uh she bum rushes him th- uh pushes both of them out of the tower uh and it looks like they're both done for cuz he blows up but they both survive but maeve decides because everyone thinks she's dead she's just going to go with uh elena and uh live somewhere else off the grid you know away from everyone so she doesn't have to deal with you know everything uh everything about Vod Cause she's like, you know what? I'm I'm out of the game now. Everyone thinks I'm dead. I can, I can have a fresh start. Um, so she has a good, she has kind of a good, a good ending, uh, this season. Um, soldier boy, we find out, yeah, the, the, uh, FBI, <laughs> uh, end up incapacitating him again and putting him in the exact same situation he was in before. They just knock him out and put him in this, like, not cryo chamber, but it's, you know, just this big tank, this big metal tank, you know uh and have him on uh knock knockout gas you know and and just have him incapacitated in this uh highly secure uh room you know and uh and he's basically back where he started at the beginning of the season just just you know alone knocked out in a high security prison with no way out and no way of waking up unless you know they run out of gas you know uh to incapacitate him but uh but yeah, I was like, "Oh shit! Did they kill Soldier Boy and Maeve?" But when we find out that they're alive, it's like, "Oh okay, cool," you know. Um, but Black Noir still died, so I was like, "Oh man," you know. But yeah, um, but I was like, I was, I was kind of grateful the two of them didn't die. I thought they were going to kill Soldier Boy, but they didn't. Um, so I'm, I'm curious to see if I guess maybe he'll come back next season. Uh, I feel like they wouldn't have have shown him still alive if they weren't going to use him at some point in the future. So. Um, but yeah, and, um, uh, and, and some bad news too, but some good news as well. Uh, so everyone else's story pretty much ends up well, like I said, Kamiko gets her powers back and her and Frenchie are, you know, they, they get together this season. They're officially an item and they are a cute couple. I, I love the two of them together. And plus Kamiko's so gorgeous. I think she, she, and it, and it's weird. It's like in my mind, I'm like, how can someone be so cute and so beautiful at the same time. <laughs> like it's just a weird combination, but she, she is both cute and gorgeous. Um, but yeah, they get together and I was happy cause you know, I, for the past two seasons, I was, I liked their platonic friendship, but I was hoping for something more. I was hoping they'd get together and I guarantee a lot of fan. I'm pretty sure a lot of fans were felt the same way. They wanted, them to be in a relationship and we finally got it so yay <laughs> but uh but mm uh sits down with his daughter he tells her you know hey there are some good soups you know we're friends with some of them but they're not all great you know uh so he gets some resolution and he and he tells her about his ptsd and his anger issues and that he's going to work on that you know um uh annie or starlight uh becomes an official member of the boys and um she decide, uh you know, and Butcher's like, okay, well, I'm fine with that. And but they end up seeing on the TV that unfortunately Victoria Newman uh, is now running for vice president, along with uh, uh, Robert Singler, this guy who's who's running for president uh, in the show, and she's she's his uh, uh, running woman, or she she's run, or I mean, she's uh, running for to be uh, his vice president. And everyone, they all see this on the TV, and they're like, oh shit. Cause you know they know who she is, <laughs> what she's capable of, literally, and uh, and butcher. You know it ends with, or that scene ends with butcher's like, okay, well I guess we'll just go. Um, I guess we'll, you know, we we can go fight her. You know, we gotta got a new problem, got a new villain to deal with. You know, and uh, and yeah, the a train, the deep, and Ashley. Uh, you know, I mean their storylines pretty much got wrapped up, but we, you know, um, their storylines, yeah, got wrapped up. We see them again uh, you know, doing their own things. Um, and what else? Oh yeah. And so, so I, I guess that was pretty much everyone. Um, Huey and Butcher, I guess have stopped taking compound V cause they, oh, and Butcher is given, unfortunately uh, he's, he doesn't tell anyone yet, but he's given at least 12 to 18 months to live. So a year, a year and a half, because the V24 is, you know, it's, it's a new product that Vought created and it hasn't been fully tested. So, they don't quite know, or, you know, they they weren't, Huey and Butcher didn't know what they were, really what they were ingesting, uh, shooting into their bodies, but, uh, it was slowly, like, melting away at their brains, uh, but it doesn't seem to have gotten Huey all that bad, but Butcher's taken way more, he had been taking compound V longer, I mean V24 longer than Huey, and he had taken more of it, so, you know, it, it finally caught up with him, the side effects, and, um... So I'm I'm wondering. I guess maybe he'll die from that. He'll succumb to the to that, uh, the side effects of that. Uh, that'll be interesting. Maybe or maybe he'll go out in a blaze of glory. You know, fight, killing Homelander once and for all. But uh, but yeah. So yeah, they they you know Butchery yeah, says yeah. Okay, we're gonna go find and kill this bitch. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing, but you know he's basically yeah. Like he's like yeah, we're gonna go find Vicky and, and we'll take her down, bo- good old fashioned boys style. You know, and uh and then finally to wrap the, up the last members or to finally wrap up the show. The final scene is Homelander, uh, introducing his son, Ryan, cause Ryan decides to go with Homelander, uh, because him and butcher got into a fight, uh, earlier in the season. And he decides to, to go be with Homelander when, uh, he finds when Homelander finds out where the FBI, where the government's been hiding him. But, uh, Homelander introduces his son to a, uh, rally of, uh, his supporters And, um, and this, and this goes to show just how insane the, uh, his followers are, but also how insane he's gotten and how he just doesn't give a shit anymore. But there's one member of the the group who is like a, who's like, Hey, uh, and again, I'm paraphrasing, but he's like, Hey, I know what you did. You're a piece of shit. You know, I don't know why everyone's following you. You're terrible he just lasers his head in like he he waits for a second he's like huh and he just lasers his head in half and um and it's like oh shit uh but and it's funny because at first i thought oh is this the turning point is this where everyone's going to start to hate him but no it all it takes is freaking Todd uh <laughs> uh you know uh mm's uh ex or ex-wife's husband you know all it takes is for him to like say Hey, yeah, go Homelander. And all the, the the entire crowd is just, you know, cheering him on. And I'm like, okay, so this is kind of terrifying because Homelander now does have his own army, his own disposable army that he doesn't really give a shit about. He's just pretending like he does. But his own disposable army of humans, as well as a good bit of, uh, uh, soups, you know, that, I mean, again, like the Deep and A Train kiss his ass, uh, you know, and are too afraid, or either kiss his ass you know, out of self-preservation, or just too scared to do anything, um, you know, so it's like, it's like, oh, shit, you know, and, and, and the final shot is of Ryan, uh, smiling, and I'm like, oh, god, because that, because that was what everyone was worried about, is that Ryan would go with Homelander, and it's like, if Homelander raises Ryan, this is going to be a huge problem, because we're going to have two of these assholes, (laughs) we're going to have two Homelanders, and that's not, that one Homelander's bad enough, you know, but, um, but that's how the season ends. And I was like immediately, uh, right after the episode, cause I get, I just got done watching it like two hours ago, but a Im- or an hour and a half ago, but I was like, immediately it was like, okay, come on season four. And I feel like we're not going to get it until 2024, which is fine. Cause I mean, we had a two year gap in between seasons two and three, uh, which, and again, I, I, I guess I didn't, cause I didn't watch season one or two live. Uh, so I, you know, I I watched them all in January, so I didn't really have that long of a wait in between seasons two and three. But I can imagine for people who watched season two, they're like, okay, you know, we got at least a year wait, but they got two years, and probably part of it was maybe because of the pandemic, they maybe had to stop filming uh, or that complicated things, you know. Um, but uh, but yeah, but with the the boys' varsity or the boys prevents varsity prevents. <laughs> sorry w- but with the boys presents varsity uh premiering next year i have a feeling they're not going to show either they haven't filmed finished filming season 4 yet or they're not going to show both shows at the same time cuz you know cuz i i they probably want the i mean you know even though it's connected to the boys they probably want varsity to stand on its own a little bit i mean you know and, and be its own show without they they probably won't show they probably won't have both shows in the same year Yeah, they probably won't have season four of the boys until 2024 because they probably, yeah, they want the varsity to stand on its own and not, you know, just be compared to the boys, you know, but, uh, but yeah, so, I mean, I'm fine with waiting if we have to until 2024, because like I said, we'll get varsity next year. And I'm again, curious and excited for that show. Uh, I hope it's just as good, uh, as this show, um, as you know, it's, as its, uh, predecessor as its main show. But uh, but yeah. So, uh, I want to say, and, and yeah, I was gonna say, uh, Um, Eric Kripke, the creator and showrunner, uh, he did a great job with the show. I'm glad Amazon picked up the show because it, it's one of my favorite shows. Uh, and I'm really curious to see to read the comic book series, uh, created by Garth Ennis. He's the creator of the series, the comic book series the show is based on. I and I think uh. With, sometime within the next few days, I'm going to order the first volume, because it, like the Invincible comic book series, is over, so I can read it, read it in its entirety, and not have to wait for the next issue, so, but yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, uh, this season was great, um, and I am hyped as hell, uh, and excited for season four, and also for the spinoff, Varsity, for next year, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, yeah, a little bit longer than my previous review, uh, but, uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. Uh, but with that being said, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it, and I will see you guys tomorrow afternoon for my review of Thor: Love and Thunder. Uh, so yeah, uh, with that being said, hope you guys have a good night, and I'll see you tomorrow. Take care.